Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to be an initiator and a manifester, which allows her to easily support her clients to achieve their goals and dreams. So I'm super excited to introduce Crystal Champlin. Now, Crystal is a consultant and business advisor with RJH Consulting and Maverick Coaching Solutions. In her roles, she brings over a decade of experience and expertise to law firms and small businesses across the nation. Now, when working with clients, she empowers them to develop a growth mindset that enables them to take control of their professional careers. Her methodology leads clients to build profitable and sustainable businesses based on their core values and definition of success. And when working with law firms as the owner and CEO of RJH Consulting, her core focus is the strategic planning process for law firms, increasing operational efficiency and profitability through systems and reporting, and building solid teams through leadership and organizational development. Now she has taken the same methodology and tactics to other professional service industries through her coaching business, Maverick Coaching Solutions. Well, welcome, Crystal. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you, Wendy. I'm excited to join you today. Yeah, and you know, I just love how you're, you're really zeroing in on supporting law firms and small business owners to support them so that they can achieve those new and exciting levels of success. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're not doing. And always top of my question for me is what exactly was the inspiration or you know, the tipping point that prompted you to start your own business? Well, Wendy, I've been in the legal industry for over a decade now, um, and so I did, I worked for a law firm for about five years, and then I did some consulting for another um, firm that worked with law firms across the nation for about another five years. Okay. And then I decided, you know, hey, I can do this on my own, um, and I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur since I was a little girl. Um, I wanted to own my own business. I just didn't know what that business would be. Wow. And so when the opportunity presented itself to acquire RGH Consulting, um, I hopped on that opportunity and just um, really prayed and wished that it would work out. And it has been fruitful. Nice. Um, with that, you know, I've noticed that there are a lot of synergies between 
um, law firms and other businesses. They're the same. It's the same business practices. So that prompted me to open Maverick Coaching Solutions to help other small businesses locally in my area. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Small business is a small business. I mean, each one has its own set of uh, playing fields, idiosyncrasies, that kind of thing, processes. Right. But at the end of the day, it still comes down to providing that valuable service. And And it sounds like you do a lot of internal work, not only with setting up their systems and processes, but the inner game within the the actual owners and and the leaders of the organizations. That is correct. I do a lot of mindset coaching. I do a lot of leadership um, development within themselves and their team members. Um, We create a lot of committees within law firms and other uh, small businesses to help just create, um, help carry out their goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. And especially since you always had that, little spark within you to be your own, you know, to, to be an entrepreneur, own your own business. That's, that's fantastic that you stepped into that because it does take a lot of courage to step out of somebody else's organization and vision and, you know, extend your wings and take that first step. So, so yeah, that takes a lot of courage and, and uh, vision on your own part. So I love that, of course. Well, let me ask you this. How long have you had your business then? I know that you said you acquired it. So how long ago was that? I acquired RGH seven years ago. It is a brand that is 25 years old. Um, The previous owner was fantastic and very well known in the legal industry. And I was Mm -hmm. the lucky one who got to purchase it. Nice. Okay. And then Maverick Coaching came along, you developed that, then afterwards to expand the the breadth and the depth of the work that you do into other businesses, correct? So you basically running both organizations with two different focuses, but yet the same kind of hands-on support. So has your business mission or vision with Maverick evolved over the course of the time, or has that been just really, you know, once you realize that, hey, it isn't just law firms that struggle with these, these things. It's other businesses too. Has that vision pretty much been the same from day one with Maverick or has that evolved? Um, it has evolved. So with Maverick, I am focusing more on leadership development. I'm actually a certified executive coach through the center of executive coaching. And so what I'm seeing in a lot of these small businesses is, um, you know, they have managers there, but they really don't have leaders. And mm. so Maverick is focusing on developing their leaders or their middle managers to become leaders within the organizations. Um, you know, Maverick was had the same business model as RGH to begin with, but it has evolved over time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Fantastic. So you've really found that need, as, as we say, and, and are filling that in a way that serves from the uh, perspective of finding those limitations because people are promoted, right? Within an organization, it's much easier to promote than to find, you know, go through the whole job search thing. But then what we find out and what you've identified is that just because they're promoted doesn't mean they're instantly leaders. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> correct. Yeah. So I need to gain those skill sets. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way with either of those two businesses? 
think being a female in the legal industry is tough. Um, you know, the legal industry is still very traditional. Um, they have, they're not as progressive as some of the other professional service industries out there. So I think that was my number one challenge. Um, you know, over the years, I have learned to just be myself and, um, you know, tell the truth. Uh, I'm a real big truth person. So Oftentimes when you hire a consultant or you hire a coach, they are going to tell you what you want to hear, not necessarily what you need to hear. Um, and so that's one of our, um, you know, fundamentals is really being brutally honest with our clients to help them achieve whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish with them. Nice. Yeah. That can be difficult when the, you know, the energy or the expectations or the predominant way of doing things is is, uh, well, you're a trend uh, disruptor, right? You are standing <laughs> in your own strength and it's not necessarily uh, always perceived as the best solution. So you've had to maybe shift some paradigms, right? And, and right. Uh, demonstrate your expertise in spite of preconceived ideas. So can you share maybe a technique that you use to support that standing in your truth you know, how you're able to, how you're able to embrace that in the face of, you know, an industry that has been going about things a certain way for who knows, hundreds of years. I think there's two parts to answering that question. Um, one of them is creating that relationship with the client to in establishing that trust, you know, um, once they realize that you do have the experience and the expertise to help them with whatever particular issue you're dealing with, you tend to gain that trust and it, it organically evolves for you to be able to overcome those issues. The mm -hmm. second part is, um, you know, most businesses are revenue driven. So if you can show them where the profits are, they're going to work with you all day long. Right, right. <laughs> that does uh, have a lot of leverage. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, oh, that's great. And, you know, Crystal, you're obviously an expert at helping those business owners and law firms really expand their vision for what's possible and supporting them to achieve it. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the, you know, the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part? of being in business. Now this might feel like a very different skill set. So do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? Yes, Wendy, actually that is not <laughs> my favorite part to do. Ah. Um, you're, you're, you're an attorney, you're in the law industry, which is convincing and you know, you've got all those, you know how to really uh, support a point that you're making, but yet sales. Ironic. I'm actually glad to hear it's not like some, oh yeah, no, I'm very convincing and we overpower and we make people and we, <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit more. What are the areas that, that uh, create those challenges for you? Right. Yes, it is ironic. Um, I give advice on how to get more clients and how to um, create the sales process within law firms and other small businesses. But, you know, I struggle with that myself. And I think part of it is, you know, coming to the realization that not all clients are going to be a, a fit for you. Um, yeah, and right. how do you give that type of, or how do you give value to a client where they will come back to you later on um, without trying to sell them or being cheesy in the sales process or, or whatnot? I guess that would be my question for you. 
Okay. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. So when you say uh, client, though, you mean they're not your client, a right? Potential they're, client. A potential, potential client. client. Okay. Just want to make sure I understood. So, um, so when you're you're meeting with somebody that is potentially a client, and you realize, you know what, we're really not the best fit for each other for whatever reason that could be, but you still want to you know, they, they might evolve into being at some point in a position to team up with you or, or hire your firm or partner with you or whatever the, the relationship would be. And so just how to keep that, that conduit going, live, leave them with value is, is what I'm hearing. Yes. That okay. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Well, I'd be happy to uh, provide you with a, a little bit of uh, insight around that if you'd like. Perfect. Yeah. So, you know, when you do have those consultations, obviously uh, the last thing you want to do is just have somebody feel like, well, this was not at all what I expected. And this was an awful experience and I'll never call this person again. You know, instead you want them <laughs> to think, wow, this was, yeah, I, I really see how this person is an expert and you know, they have a lot to, to offer and it's just not the right time right now. So what is that next easy step in order for them to continue to be in your, uh, in your world, in your pipeline, as we call it, but that's, I don't like that word either, a potential client down the road. So I'm not, we haven't talked at all before this interview, but um, we are in the information age, right? And so information, knowledge is always something that people value. And especially when it's relevant to them, you know, improving some aspect of their life or their business. So the easy next thing, if you want to continue serving a person in a way that doesn't take time away from your schedule and serving the clients that you do currently have is to create uh, an ongoing newsletter or email sequence or something where they can continue receiving your great information and, and stay tuned in and plugged into you. Uh, and so that would be the easiest thing is to say, well, you know, what I would love to do is, is just add you to my distribution list. It's a newsletter that I create every month or whatever the sequence is where you'll have access to some really valuable information that you're going to be able to apply to your business and continue your growth trajectory. Would you like me to add you to my distribution list so that you can receive that? It's, it's really complimentary and it's part of how we serve our community. Perfect, I love that advice. I'm gonna definitely implement that. Okay, great, yeah. And it's something that you don't need to be this content machine about. It's not like social media posting or anything like that. In fact, for people that are busy and running businesses, less is more. And so quality information, not as frequently is actually of more value than quantity where they tend to say, oh, another article, I don't have time. So right. it, it serves both of you. So anyway, that, yeah, that's a very effective way to stay uh, in touch with somebody. And then when they are at that point in their business where they are really realizing that we, we do need to come up with some different systems or strategies here, or uh, now we do have a lot of managers that aren't really doing that great of a job of leading, then they know where to turn, right? It's a, it's an easy next step for them to reach back. 
Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to provide that. We're not intending to increase your workload, but just be more effective. So, you know, and I'm, I'm curious here when I'm thinking about, you know, this, the recent huge historic event that happened, right? The pandemic, um, we're into the new normal now, but there was quite a, a shift that it created for small business owners. Some increased growth almost overnight, depending on what their specialty was, you know, especially service industries. I mean, if, if you're in the construction or remodel or anything like that, my goodness, you know, it was just literally overnight that business expanded and the demands were increased significantly. Other businesses, it was as if somebody unplugged the internet, you know, and it was just a ghost town and they had put all this effort and energy into building their business. And now what? So I'm curious if you would just share a little bit in terms of how the pandemic has impacted the work that you do. Actually, um, the pandemic helped us really. Our firm grew tremendously. 2020 and 2021 was two of our best years ever. Um, And within the legal industry, it was some of the best years for our clients as well. Um, We had to pivot just like other businesses did. Um, And so we taught our clients to do the same thing, whether it was through data mining or um, creating those referral relationships, um, really getting out there and networking because, you know, we're all stuck at home, we're behind cameras, but really embracing the new normal is what we taught our clients to and what we actually did for ourselves as well. Yeah, nice. And it is something that people don't instantly know. Business owners don't instantly know how to pivot. Right. What do we do? How do we do that? What, but what basis do we make this shift? And what are the decision-making facts? And all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, where do we turn? How do we figure this out? Because the last thing we want to do is just go down. Right. So, yeah, go under. So, we also so- had a, um, a lot of business owners who just wanted to work on the inside of the house. You know, they want to work on their infrastructure. Mm-hmm. They wanted to get policies and procedures in place because it was a slow time in their practice. So right. they were able to dedicate the time to working on the business rather than the day-to-day in the business. So um, right. we had a, a good bit of that as well. Right. Yeah. It's a perfect time too when things are a little bit quieter than put into place new systems and approaches that, that do serve that uh, more efficient process. So yeah, I love that. Well, maybe you could share just a little bit more in terms of, you know, the specifics of how you do work with those law firms and business owners who, who want to finally step into a new level of success and rapidly grow their businesses. Can you share a few more details about your philosophy or your approach? Sure. So one of the first steps that we do with any client that we work with is a strategic planning session. Um, And it's not your typical strategic planning session where you're looking at your SWOT analysis and, you know, your um, market share and things like that. But it's really what it is, what is your level, what is your version of success is the better um, way to describe it. Mm -hmm. And so we ask them to look three to five years out. What does their law practice look like? You know, are they on a beach in Fiji getting reports to know the pulse of their firm at any given time? Or are they um, the managing partner? Or are they handling cases? What does that look like for their firm? And Mm -hmm. so when we start getting a clear picture of what their version of success is, because remember, not everybody wants to be a $30, $40 million law firm. Some of them just want to be two or three million. Some of them want to be, you know, eight figures. So Mm -hmm. 
um, we really dialed down into what that is. And then we brought, break it down into what, okay, what needs to happen in the next year to get to that goal? And then we break it down into 90 day increments. Nice. What I've found is that if I give an attorney um, an assignment or a goal that's any longer than 90 days, it is not going to happen because trial or something's going to come up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. not right. Goals. <laughs> the calendar um, gets readjusted. <laughs> that's right. So we work in 90 day increments. Um, and we found that that is, it works for all of us. You know, it, it, our minds as humans are able to wrap around, you know, I have 90 days to do this. It's not that big of a deal to just get it done. You know, here are the steps that need to be done. Um, breaking it down into bite-sized chunks, you know, all of those different tactics help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Especially when you are a busy business owner, those bite-sized chunks are really the only way to, to integrate something new. So I love the fact that it, it sounds like you're really customizing your approach and your service and your support based on what's going on for that business and what that owner or leader has for their own desire, their own vision and, and right. then making it happen, crystallizing right. that, you know, because that's probably not a question that they think about, whoa, what does my business look like in five years? Hmm. I was just trying to get, make it through this month or this quarter. You know? <laughs> That's correct. That's and so correct. that right there is huge value just to be able to dimensionalize that, create clarity around what that looks like. Right. And then and often, the game plan to get there. Yeah. I love that. Right. And oftentimes they have some type of idea. They just can't um, put it pen to paper, you know, mm-hmm. or they can't figure out, well, I know I want this to happen, but how do I make that happen? And so part of our role is really being an accountability partner as well as long, uh, alongside a coach and really helping them reach whatever it is that they've designed for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stay on the path and keep putting one foot in front of the other. That's, that is an important part of the overall plan. So yeah, I love that. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing? Sure. They can um, reach out to me at crystal at rjhconsulting.com, or they can visit our website at rjhconsulting.com or maverickcoachingsolutions.com. All right. And Maverick is spelled M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K? Correct. Okay. Maverickcoaching.com? Solutions. Solutions. Okay. Look in the show notes uh, for the hyperlink. That's where I'll drop that. MaverickCoachingSolutions.com and RJHConsulting.com. Correct. Correct. Okay. Perfect. All right. And if it's a a law firm, it would be the RJH Consulting, correct? Correct. Otherwise, business owners, it's Maverick Coaching Solutions. Okay. That's correct. And is it solutions or solution? solutions with an S. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, Crystal, you have already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through a conversation. Uh, But if I could tap on you one last time during our conversation here um, in looking at your own experience in building your business, well, what's some advice that you can share with, say, a, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? 
my advice would be to take a step back, gain some clarity, um, create that plan, really figure out what it is that you want. And, and it may be, you know, dissolving your firm or selling it um, and going back into the eight to five workforce. Um, there's options out there. Before you make a rash decision, I encourage you to really sit down and just come to some clarity with your decision before you do that. Consult an advisor, um, go to a mentor, talk it out with people before you make that final decision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it, it could be that it's just not uh, the best fit. Right. Like right. we talked about earlier, it's not being an entrepreneur isn't for everyone. Right. And, and we so, all have our ebbs and flows in business. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so really understanding that and coming to terms with that may be um, the turning point for a lot of business owners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Having that real clear heart to heart conversation with yourself in terms of what actually is involved in running your own business versus being a key player on a, a bigger team and somebody else's vision. So yeah, right. that's, that's sometimes the hard truth. And uh, let's face it, we each live our days and it's a matter of, are we happy or are we suffering? So that's right. <laughs> it's always best to, to align with the values. So, well, Crystal, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from working within the, the law, the legal industry you know, for over a decade to following that little prompt that has been in your heart, sounds like since you were a little girl, yes. to now owning your own business and being a consultant, uh, doing this impactful work you're doing as a consultant and business advisor, where you're providing strategic planning for law firms and where you're helping other small businesses uh, to increase their operational efficiency and profitability, uh, as well as helping them to, to build solid teams. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you, Wendy. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Crystal Champlin through her websites, and that's rjhconsulting.com for the law firms and Maverick coachingsolutions.com for all the other business owners. So, all right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the po power of what I call compassionate selling, where you fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Crystal Champlin. And as always, here's to your success. <laughs>